Hey, welcome in. Sunday edition on October 6th of the Fun Astrology Podcast. We've been following this kind of um, non-typical or non-popular moon wobble configuration. That's when you take the axis of the um, south node and north node of the moon. And by the way, just on the weekend, if you're cruising around your list of podcasts on your phone, would you uh, slip over to iTunes and just leave a favorable review if you like what you're hearing? If you don't, please email me at info at funastrology.com, and I'd love to hear your thoughts and comments on how I could make this better. But that astrology space on iTunes is a very competitive space, and we're doing well thanks to your help. And if you just, a couple more of you, kick in a nice comment, that would boost this thing up some more and more and more, and I would really appreciate that. So if we go in your chart and you locate the south and north nodes of the moon, now if you're using a program like astro.com, it only shows the north node. The south node is exactly 180 degrees opposite, all right? So it looks like the uh, upside-down horseshoe is the north node, and the horseshoe as though it were holding water in it is the south node, if your chart shows it that way, okay? So... Those are not bodies in the sky like we're talking about planets or luminaries or comets or asteroids. Those are points along an intersection. And I've explained this before, but let's just hit it real quick. We're going to create an orbital path, but the sun is not the center. Remember, we're looking at this from the Earth's perspective. All right? So let's put the Earth in the middle of the chart. And that's why the sun becomes one of the orbiting bodies, because the sun moves around the earth from that perspective. And that's what ancient astrologers presumed, was that we were the center of the universe and the sun was moving around us. So there's an orbit to the sun around. So draw that line in your mind. Then there's an orbit of the moon going around. Now we know that the moon orbits the earth, right? There's a five-degree approximate difference between those two orbit lines. So the moon is slightly tilted from the sun's orbit line. Where those two intersect each other, so they're going to collide, right? Because there's a crisscross point. Those are the nodes. So every planet who has moons has nodes for each of those moons. Astrology doesn't consider those as relevant. The reason it considers the moon's nodes as relevant in a chart and for interpretive purposes, or as I like to say, reflective energy purposes, is because the moon represents our inner introspection. It's reflection. The moon reflects the energy that we brought in, and it reflects the path that the universe is suggesting are the answers to our life's purpose. So that's why I'm doing the readings that I'm doing. It's showing you what the south node indicates we brought in and what the north node indicates where we should go. I think it's the most important information in the chart, and I think the whole rest of the chart is basically constructed around the north-south nodes of the moon. Now, this moon wobble thing was discovered coming up on 100 years ago, about 90, 85 years ago now, Um, by this astrologer who determined that things got a little wonky on Earth when the sun aspected that line of the angle of the moon, okay? 
Now, there's another astrological terminology. I'm just teaching you all kinds of stuff here about this. And this is something that in a typical astrological read, people are not going to pull up. It, I've had it happen, but it, it was rare. And that is to acknowledge any planet that is at a 90-degree axis to that node line in your chart is very significant in your life. In a lot of the consultations that I'm doing, and by the way, if you want to check that out, just go to funastrology.com. Several places you can click through to it there. And I've seen a lot of Jupiter and a lot of Saturn at a 90-degree angle to the nodes of the moon. Jupiter basically means that you're going to have some uh, effects of not quite having the, how shall we say it, not quite having the red carpet rolled out for you (laughs) in your path along your karmic purpose. But see, we build these hurdles in because the path from our south node to our north node is one of our most difficult tasks in life. That's where we build the obstacles. That's where we have hurdles. That's the place we don't want to go because our south node, the karma we brought in, is so darned comfortable to us. So we throw these additional obstacles in, and it's called the bending of the nodes, or you can look at bend of the nodes, and uh, there are several good articles. The one from astro.com, from Astrodeist, is actually one of the better ones. And there's one in there, I believe, from uh, Mountain Astrologer, which is another great resource for astrological articles if you want to dive deeply. And that takes it to another level. But I think the uh, this observation that when the sun gets in that position, which it is today, that things get a little wonky down here. The moon wobble also extends to when the sun is conjunct either the north or south node. So basically, we're moving around four points, the four angular points of a, let's think of a clock face. So let's say that the nodes of the moon were going from 12 o'clock to 6 o'clock, all right? Let's just position the sun. Today, the sun is over at the 9 o'clock position on that clock face, for example, 90 degrees, right? Because our line is from 12 to 6, all right? Now move the sun to the 12 o'clock position. Now it's conjunct the north node. That's a moon wobble. Okay, move the sun over to the 3 o'clock position. Now it's square again, moon wobble. Now move it down to the 6 o'clock position. Now it's conjunct the south node, moon wobble. So that happens every about 86 days. So you find those points on the astrological chart, and then you back up three weeks because it has a three-week lead-up, and then it lasts for a week afterwards. So today is the peak, and it's supposed to be out of our space by next Sunday. And it, the, in, the uh, intensity of the energy now is waning, just like a, after a full moon, we have a waning moon, right? So the same thing happens here. All right, now here's the thing. How do we position ourselves around these energies of challenge, let's say? Everybody's getting spooky about this Mercury retrograde that's going to happen in Scorpio. Starts on my birthday. Ha ha, fun for me, right? Uh, Okay, let's put this in a context. Moon wobble, Mercury retrograde, Saturn-Pluto conjunction in Capricorn, you know, all this fear-mongering stuff, right? The astrological chart, don't ever forget this, is built on opposites. 
So for every positive, there is an opposite. For every negative, there is a positive. For every positive, there is a quote-unquote negative. And see, this goes back to the whole conversation of, by the way, by whose rules do you define something as, quote, positive or, quote, negative? I mean, if we're all on a spiritual journey and this chart is built to help us show the way or help show to us the way that our soul designed to go. If you want some more information on that, I narrated an audio book called Lives of the Soul by Fred Dodson that explains all of this. And it's a quick listen, less than five hours. In fact, in a little over three hours, you get the gist of it. So put it on one and a half and you've got it down in, you know, in like less than two hours, you've got the gist of this conversation that we design this life. And yet within the macro design, we give ourselves all kinds of latitude to go all kinds of different directions. (laughs) See, and that's why this is so fun, because as we learn to interpret the chart, we're finding the energies of the best direction. What's the best road to take? That's what Google Maps figured out. When we went from paper map to computer map, we found a better way to get from A to B. That's what the astrology chart is. It's a better way than taking the paper route, which might not be the fastest, most direct, or easiest way. Or maybe there's road construction on the paper map that doesn't that show that doesn't show up on the paper map but does on the computer map. It's got a great big traffic sign there, right? And red showing that cars are backed up. Okay, let's find another way and it routes you around. That's what reading the astrological chart and, you know, listening to this thing every day is all about. It's about reading the energy and finding the best path. But as I've always said and said and say in a lot of these readings is the answers are within us. Not on the not from some external thing. So don't get to thinking that astrology and that wheel is running your life. You're running your life from inside. And the intuition of your soul is your best guide. So just keep that in mind as we're talking about all these alignments. I hope this helps. This is why extra meditation, extra journaling, extra doing the spiritual work is so important right now. Because, yeah, there are some cloudy skies. It's when you grab your umbrella and your raincoat, right? But you still go outside. You still go to work. You still do all the things that you do. But just don't think that that wheel is governing things. It's just pointing. There are a lot of people on planet Earth that will never know that there was a moon wobble and never know that there was a Saturn-Pluto alignment because they're just not in that energy. Okay? So it's affecting some of us and some of us it's not. That's just how it works. I hope you have a great day, great rest of the weekend. We'll see you tomorrow on Fun Astrology.